keys, tackle box in my hand Gonna cast a few lines with my toes in the sand Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man But the wife, she just don't understand I love walleye, perch, trout and bass And if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my four-stroke right in the back Cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me When I'm fishing for Bunyan Country Today it's a Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors edition of Fish and Paul Bunyan Country as we check in with Matt Brewer. He's getting ready for bear season and bear baiting begins on Friday. We'll get some tips from him on that and the upcoming bear season. And yes, we will talk a little fishing as well. It's all coming up. This is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Checking in with Matt Brewer from North Country Guide Service. We, we might dive into some fishing talk a little bit later, but, uh, you know, seasons are starting to change, Matt. I just saw your video on, uh, on social media about um, bear baiting, and that uh, officially kicks off tomorrow. You can start getting ready for the, the bear season. Yep, it's, uh, it's time. I'm going to be uh, smelling like deli donuts and trail mix for the next two and a half, three weeks. <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm, I'm watching you put that uh, that together on the video, and I, I, was, I was getting hungry. That looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a common misconception that uh, you need to feed bears junk food, well, junky, disgusting food, I should say. <laughs> but uh, it's more like kid junk food, you know, like Lucky Charms, Trail Mix, uh, donuts, bagels. Uh, it's all it's all good, delicious stuff, and. I'm not going to lie, when we're getting bait ready, there's times where I'm like, eh, that that might be okay. I should maybe eat that. But I, <laughs> I don't think I could don't think I could do it. It's all uh it's all candy shop floor sweepings and and day old breads and stuff like that. So Okay, so let's just run it down for us. Uh, uh, you know, uh, basically what is the video telling us to do? So if you're going to establish, if if you drew a tag this year, lucky enough to draw a tag, or you happen to be running up to the Nokota area, which isn't all that far from us, about 40 miles, um, if you happen to be running bear baits, you're going to want to get a nice cleared out area. Um, you want some logs that are large enough for uh, for a bear to to have to work to get to the bait, and then uh, and then I run about five gallons of bait per station every day and uh that five gallons consists of probably three quarters half to three quarters of a trail mix and then the rest we call filler and that's going to be like i said the the donuts the bagels the bread stuff like that um you know stuff that uh they would really like but rain could affect and then the trail mix is for you know if it rains trail mix isn't going to get soggy or moldy or anything like that so um so that's kind of why we do a, a mixture, and you're just going to dump it down, put a backing log, and then cover all that bait with with logs. And you have to have to hang a sign with your name and uh, address, phone number, or driver's license number, DNR number, um, and then and then just wait. We we hang trail cameras at every site. Uh, some of the trail cameras actually send pictures to my phone, so I I know you know right away what's going on otherwise we're checking cameras when we go to rebate every day and then um each each hunter is allowed three bait stations so uh, we have five clients this year so going to be running like 15 baits to start with and then we'll wean it down to one or two bait 
bait stations per hunter once we establish, you know, good stations that are getting hit regularly. And, and, uh, that's kind of, that's kind of what it's all about. It's, it's either, uh, driving around <laughs> from, from station to station or, uh, sweating profusely while, while getting eaten by mosquitoes or biting flies, or we're sitting at home in my shop, uh, getting baits ready for the next day. It's, it's kind of a all hands on deck, uh, family and friend affair. It gets gets pretty intense and and pretty monotonous, but it's it's fun playing the chess game with the bears, trying to trying to get them, you know, to to come out during the day and during a regular schedule where a hunter would be in a stand. You know, obviously you can't hunt after dark, and bears are quite nocturnal. So it's you got to have good enough food and good enough bait stations uh, in the right areas to to be able to trick a bear. And uh, as you noted, you, you're doing this every single day. Yeah, we do it every day. Um, a lot of people, and even like if, I, if I'm if i running a station for myself, if I happen to have a tag, I'll, I'll just bait every two, three days. But, um, but for clients, I'm making sure we're running stations every single day, uh, especially if we get any rain or anything. I want to go in there and clean them up and, and make sure it's good and fresh and and uh, the frosting isn't going to replenish itself, so i got <laughs> to do it every day. All right, so we, we know bears live in the woods, and according to old sayings, they basically do everything in the woods. Um, but is there any specific type of area they tend to congregate in? Well, it's really interesting because um, bears have the, you know, they have like the same basic needs as, as most other animals. They, they need food, water, shelter, so... Uh, for shelter, um, they've got that big black furry coat, and and uh, that fur is supposed to actually shed <laughs> shed off heat. Their outer layer um, is supposed to shed off heat, but they still get hot. They're big. They <laughs> they're they're not exactly uh, skinny animals. So um, so they they like cooler cooler temps. So early in the season, uh, you know stuff like cedar bogs or cedar swamps, the edge of cedar swamps, um, where there's a lot of shade and it's a little cooler. Those areas seem to be really good. But uh, some bears love living in a little more open areas, and some bears love oak trees. So we we try to run a mix. Um, we'll put some in, in large oak stands, which uh, in, in this part of the state we don't have a lot of. Um, and then that gives us a dual advantage because they love acorns, and when the acorns start to fall, if the season goes later, then uh, then you're right in their main food source, and uh, and they're more likely to to be in your bait at least, you know, checking it out whether they're gorging themselves on acorns or not. But um, so it's kind of a wide variety. But those those low lying areas that uh, that are a little swampy. Um, are, are typically pretty darn good and and the really thick stuff they like to be in there, there's a lot of different places and i've i've found bears um in in the most unlikely of places but at the same time uh, if you if you see a spot that looks really really good um we have enough bears in this area where you're probably going to find one more of the great outdoors with kev jackson next on paul bunyan country outdoors
It's a Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors edition of Fishing Paul Bunyan Country today with Matt Brewer as we talk bear hunting. You've been doing this for a while, so I presume that you um, you probably started some some of the similar areas that have worked in the past. Yeah, we'll run we'll run baits on a lot of stations that we that we have in previous years. We have a few baits that are stations that that run. Uh, you know, we will run nine to thirteen bears through there uh, on camera every year. It's just uh, place where they where they live you know uh, we always joke around that we found their bedroom or we found <laughs> their kitchen um but every year i'm trying to expand too i'm i'm putting test baits out in new areas and and some bait stations you'll you'll get one bear out of that area and uh, we have we have places where uh, we had a phenomenal year and it seemed like the bears couldn't resist it and then you know, we we tried it two or three years in a row after, and and we never got another bear in. So, it it really depends on what food is available and uh, how much they're traveling and and bear density and stuff like that. But mostly hitting kind of the same areas, and then like I said, trying to trying to branch out a little bit every year too. All right, for those who uh, who don't know a lot about bear hunting, and I'll honest be honest and say that that includes me. I know the season starts September first. Now, does baiting have to end then? No, you continue baiting uh, right through. So, oh, okay. You know, if you, if if you don't have a bear by mid October, then um, you know it, it gets really expensive because bait is not cheap. Um, you you hope to get one during that first week of the season. That's your your best odds. Um, but it, uh, the season does run for quite a while, and you can bait every single day, uh, starting this Friday all the way through the end of the season. Yeah, and the whole point of starting this Friday is to get them trained and where you want them, hopefully, by, like you say, that first week. Yeah, it's kind of a, a they allow us a certain amount of time to kind of scout and then get get established bears um, coming into your baits so that so that when the season comes, you, you've got a better chance. Um, when, when bears became huntable, they, they kind of made made the decision uh on on each state so uh so our state it was either you know you you hunt them naturally which is on a, honestly almost impossible um if you were to sit in a stand for a bear uh, in an area that might hold bears and just hope for one to walk by your odds are probably one to two percent that's very very unlikely um and then some states allow dogs where you can run dogs and treat the bears and uh, and then there's also baiting, and, and baiting is what Minnesota went with, and that's what we do. Okay. Um, it, it's the start, uh, of course, of the hunting season. It seems to be one of the first things we hear about, but there's you're going to be busy doing all kinds of hunting things uh, very soon. Yeah, so the same day bear opens, uh, early goose season opens, and we will run some trips for, for geese. Um, and then crane season opens the same weekend as grouse, and we do crane trips. And we typically will take only one or two upland trips this year, or per year, and we're already full this year on upland trips. Um, and then, obviously, deer season isn't far behind. It's It gets very, very busy here pretty soon. But it's a fun busy. I really enjoy um, I really enjoy hunting. That's my favorite thing to do. And, and uh, it, it's it's not very hard to get me out of bed to go hunt. So <laughs> I'm really looking forward to some cooler days and the smell of the fresh wet aspen on the ground. It's uh, I love it. 
How many people do you have uh, in the North Country Guides? There are seven of us total, um, and that includes my wife, who is obviously the, I always joke around that I'm the owner, but she, uh, she, she's the real owner. She, she makes most of the decisions. Uh, what I can do is based on what she lets me do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, but there are seven of us between uh, the guides and the people who, who work in the promotion side. So. Okay, and, and do all of the guides uh, do hunting? No, um, I... I mainly do all the hunting stuff. Um, we have Tara Hokuff, who is a local gal trying to try to get into some of the, the bear baiting stuff. So she's uh, hoping to be an apprentice next year. And then uh, we've got Tim Furch, who helps out with that as well. And those two will do some of the foraging trips, too, for wild edibles, which are really good right now as well. Um, but, and, but, you know, obviously fishing is our main focus and, Mainly, that's myself and and Rylander, and then and then uh, on the promotion side, we we got kind of everybody doing the same thing, and then there's a couple people that just just work in promotions and and do some winter guiding and stuff like that. So we're kind of we're kind of spread out and, <laughs> and quite varied. <laughs> how do you have time for a real job? That's my question. I don't know how I have time for <laughs> any of these things, <laughs> and uh, I've I've gotten better with. Uh, with age, I've realized that I can't do it all, and I've started turning down a lot of stuff. And it's really hard to do, but I, I just can't do stuff anymore. Um, I, I can't burn the candle at both ends as well as I used to be able to. So, uh, trying to back off a little bit, but uh, but we've got a pretty well-oiled machine, and everybody everybody's willing to help out, and everybody's pretty flexible, so it's it works well. Well, before we wrap it up, we probably should talk fishing a little bit. Uh, what What's going on out there right now? Uh, used to get to quite a good walleye report even deep in the summer, but it seems like it's starting to slow down a little bit. Yep. Um, last time we spoke, I, I think I I joked around that I keep waiting for for us to hit the wall where where it's just not gonna where Bemidji just isn't gonna pump out fish for us anymore, and we've kind of hit that wall. It's getting it's getting a little tough and. I'm going to admit it's a great time. <laughs> the timing was perfect because I ran my last trip and it was still really good. Um, had to grind it out a little bit, but it was still, uh, we were like one short of a two-man walleye limit for the clients. And I'm like, ooh, things are going to get tough. And then uh, like two days later, Rylander ran a trip and he's like, oh, it's getting very tough. <laughs> so um, so it's it's that time of year where uh, fishing's starting to get a little tougher. The fish are starting to kind of transition to a little bit deeper water the shallow fish just aren't as plentiful um so now it's time to start looking at at working some of those deeper fish with bottom bouncers and crawlers or um running lead core with crankbaits so i don't know i don't know necessarily what changed i don't know if it's that last heat wave we had that finally pushed them over the edge uh water temps are are up there and they've been kind of hanging in the, that same range for a long time but um you know, fishing should have died off like three weeks ago, and and it didn't. It's it, it's been very good, and I think we just finally hit that time where our luck is has kind of ran out. So now it's now it's grinding, uh, and grinding isn't bad. Keeps you on your toes, and <laughs> and it makes you makes you search, and and uh, we're still finding fish. You just got to work a little harder for them. And you can also just decide, hey, I'm going to go bass fishing, or I'm going to go pan fishing, and hit some lakes that you normally wouldn't go to. 
yeah, definitely. I mean, there's always there's always those fallbacks. Um, you know, Lake Bemidji, you can always go out and catch a limit of perch if you want to. And uh, the Northerns and the Muskies, they they like this hot weather, and they're they're cracking pretty good. Um, yeah, bass and panfish, um, always always pretty easy and and pretty fun. So you, you've always got those fallbacks, and that's one of the one of the blessings we have living up here, having 300 lakes within 30 miles of town. We 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 have no shortage of choices or options. That's a fact. I know you uh, you were telling me last time. You, you know you like to keep an ear on what's going on with the musky bite. What are you hearing? Um. Well, I the last trip I did, we we d- did quite well. We moved quite a few fish and were able to get one on top water. Um, I've been dying to get out myself now that things have kind of slowed down on the fishing side for me. Um, but I look at my boat and I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, I've heard that it's still very, very good. Um, I've been keeping in touch with a couple of guys that I like to musky fish with, and, and they're doing very well um, putting a fish in the boat at least every other trip. And now seems to be the time, um, well, for the for the past three weeks, it seems to be the time the fish have been really, really acting acting the way they should. And, and it only gets better, so... Um, you know, moving into late August, early September, and then through mid-September all the way through November, um, you, you can you can do quite well. It's just a matter of getting out on the water and and uh, seeing people post on social media. It looks like there's no shortage of fish being caught right now. So, what should we be throwing at the muskies right now? I've had the best luck uh, on top water, um, and I know everybody's getting them on a, a variety of things. It seems like one day they want bucktails, they like hair, and then the next day they want big topwater baits, and the next day they want rubber. So, uh, you know, throw the tackle box at them. That's, that's kind of what you do, musky fishing. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, and again, um, I'm assuming the way you, you made it sound, you're pretty booked as far as hunting trips go. Yeah, we don't really have much room for uh, for anything left on the hunting calendar between because um, hunting is kind of my personal time as well. So um, so between me taking trips, uh, we're supposed to go to Montana and North Dakota. So uh, between between me taking hunting trips and uh, and then guiding hunting and, and going out for fun with family and stuff like that, I, I don't have much left on the calendar. Um, I know some of the other guys uh, would be willing to take some stuff. And in fishing, we've got a lot of availability here into the end of August, all the way through the end of the season. Um, I know Jason is, he loves fall fishing, so he is always up for, for late, late season trips. So phone is still open for those. All right. How do we get a hold of you guys? Uh, easiest way is to go to northcountryguides.com or search North Country Guide Service on Google, and you're going to find us. And uh, all of our contact information is listed on our website. All right, Matt Brewer joining us, talking fishing, but more importantly, getting ready for bear season. Uh, he's got his sights on Yogi. Good luck to you out there, Matt. Hey, thanks. Fishing for bunking country.